This is Steal the Sermon, number 106, A Bad Case of the Fear. Hunter Thompson, a truly bad example in all areas related to guns, alcohol, and drugs, did have a perfect understanding of the nature of fear. He saw it as a force, rather like a virus, that took control of your body, as in, she had a bad case of the fear. I believe it to be a disease that seizes the human soul and turns us into babbling animals. Fear becomes our God and overwhelms our best selves. Fear becomes our golden calf, an idol to be propitiated. Big word alert. It means that we give it whatever it wants, whenever it wants it. This was written in the late spring of 2020, and I have several loved ones who are perfectly healthy but who have contracted a paralyzing case of the fear. It's sad to watch because although 98% of those who contract that virus quickly recover, 98% of those who catch the fear remain trapped in it. Trying to avoid every chance of ill health is as pointless as accumulating great wealth. In every case, your health will eventually fail you and you will die. In every case, your wealth will eventually fail you when you die and your stuff gets hauled away to bridging ministries, goodwill, or the dump. Sorry, but true. Health is a good. Wealth to a point is a good. A strong fear of losing either turns a beautiful human being into a self-focused baboon. Quick reality check. Would an average parent be more concerned to get a call from school that little Cindy had plagiarized a paper or that she was caught vaping. One definitely shows a failure of the soul, the other a threat to the body. My spouse is a teacher. She tells me parents rarely value soul over body. The sickness of the soul is easily brushed aside while the sickness of the body results in some serious butt kicking. A truly sad vision of parenting. You have picked health over goodness. Shame on you. You shall reap the whirlwind. You are not alone in your reflex to fear. Jesus' followers woke him in the boat during a storm and said, We're going to drown. Well, they didn't say it. They screamed it. His response, chill, guys. Later, he again reassured them in their fears with the timeless, snarky reply, Don't worry, guys. You are worth more than several sparrows. Ooh, that had to hurt. They would almost all come to accept the wisdom of do not be afraid of those who can kill the body, but cannot kill the soul. Martin Luther King knew that the near future wasn't going down well for him. He often quoted Psalm 23. Even though I walk through the darkest valley, I will fear no evil, for you are with me. Martin was strong because he knew the Lord was going with him and would never leave him promise God had made to his people 30 centuries before. Before he came to acceptance, even Jesus felt great fear. Fear so great that in the Garden of Olives he sweated blood. Now that is serious fear, followed by serious acceptance that as high as the hill of Golgotha would be for him, from there he could see a far higher hill beyond how do we mere mortals overcome our preference for health over everything else? Thomas Aquinas had a very simple idea. A stronger emotion can overcome a weaker emotion. There are few stronger emotions than fear. 
Logic won't do it. But Thomas especially liked anger as Trump and fear. Anger at what fear turns us into is an excellent start to overcoming your fear. Even better is a quo vadis moment, wherein one finds your better self in a moment of really quite reasonable fear. Phrase comes out of an early Christian story, which is rarely told nowadays. St. Peter was booking it out of Rome because the authorities were hunting him to put this pesky Christian cult out of business for good. As we all know, like each of us, Peter had a history of fear and had a history of succumbing to it. This day, Peter, as he raced away from Rome, heard a voice. And the voice said two words, Quo Vadis, which translates to, where are you going? He recognized it as the voice of God, of his best Peter. He turned around, went back to Rome, preached and inspired followers, and was ultimately proven right in his original fears. He was caught and killed by the Romans in a grotesque fashion, crucified upside down. But Peter wasn't afraid anymore. He had so found himself that he asked to be crucified upside down since he was not worthy of being crucified as Jesus was. Now that's defeating fear. Peter experienced the words we sing in church. Be not afraid, I go before you always. Come, follow me, I will bring you peace. He heard and realized as we also sing, For the Lord is my light and my salvation. Whom shall I fear? Whom shall I fear? Of what shall I be afraid? Quo vadis. He knew what path he was on. He knew where he was going. I have experienced such moments. Anger can overcome fear. Fear can ignite courage. You have it in you to overcome fear. As we sing, shepherd me, O God, beyond my wants, beyond my fears, from death into life. For each of us, from the living death of fear into the true life of peace. Amen. Hallelujah.